Caution, the Mark Unger Show contains adult content intended for an adult audience. And, besides that, he's really weird. Welcome to the Mark Gunger Show with national marriage speaker and author of Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage, Mark Gunger. This is your source for practical, down-to-earth marriage advice without all the over-spiritualization or romantic nonsense. And now the host of the Mark Gunger Show, Mark Gunger. crowd goes wild with delirious joy. They've joined the Mark Gunger Show, the show that deals with all things concerning... Marriage. Indeed. Marriage is what brings us together today. I am, of course, your host, Mark Gunger. I have a feeling some bad stuff is about to go down. Joining me, as always, the very lovely and charming Diane Briarly. And the amazing Russ Allen Skorzewski. If you're going to get mad at me every time I do something stupid, then I guess I'll just have to stop doing stupid, stupid things. things. Well, we wouldn't want to see that now, would we? Engineering the show, as always, the very talented but eerily creepy Timothy Robert Ray. Engineer extraordinaire and part-time serial killer. Check out my shirt here. Engineering the program, making sure everything works so you can see and hear us all around the world. This is the show that handles your... Marital challenges, relational conundrums, and dating dilemmas that you can email to us at ask, A-S-K, at markgunger.com. Here's how the show works. You get to stay totally anonymous. Ask anything you want about relationships. Nobody knows who you are. In exchange for total anonymity, we are brutally honest. This is not the show that cares about what you feel. If anything, this show is distinctly different from all others in that we don't care. There is no sensitivity to your feelings in any way, shape, or form. So, if you don't like that, don't email us. Still fun to listen <laughs> as we go cycle on other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you want to know what we think about your situation, I'll tell you what we think, but we're not going to be sensitive to how you feel about it. There you go. Okay. What do you got for today's show? This actually came from the New York Daily News from a listener sent it in. All right. Texas teacher is taking legal action after she was fired from a Christian middle school for being pregnant and unmarried. Uh-huh. Kathy Samford, 29, who was a volleyball coach and science teacher at Heritage Christian Academy in Rockwall, Texas, told ABC News she had no idea she would lose her job over the pregnancy. I'm not just some teacher that went out to a bar and got pregnant, went back to school saying it's okay, she said. I was in a committed relationship the whole time and probably would have been married, and I don't know what this means, but if things had gone differently, this would not be the situation, she said. Um, She's screwing a guy. That's why she got canned. It's against the law to fire someone for taking pregnancy leave, she says. Just being generally religious or upholding Christian values is not enough to evoke the ministerial exception. Sanford said she even offered to get married if it meant she could keep her job. Apparently, they turned her down on that. School's headmaster said she was fired for violating her contract, which includes a clause about being a Christian role model and that getting married wouldn't work because her students already knew she was pregnant. She says it's it's not that she's pregnant, the headmaster said. The issue here is being an unmarried mother. Everything that we stand for says that we want our teachers, who we consider to be in the ministry, to model what a Christian man or woman should be. Sanford, who is now looking for other work, 
said her former students and their parents have been largely supportive. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you argue with a statement, though, Mark, about that being a ministry position? Um, you know, it's not unusual for contracts to have... Uh, Conduct mm-hmm. code? Um, morality clauses, mm-hmm. or whatever they call sure. them. There's a word for it. I think it's a morality a moral morality clause. Maybe, maybe it's just a morality clause. A lot of even football players will have mm-hmm. that in their clause. You know, you start doing XX or whatever, yes. usually undefined, but it's up to the employer yeah. to decide. You get to get canned. Yeah, you uh, pretty much have unwritten morality clauses for your employees. Yeah. I mean, if you go against this, let's say you divor- you're committing adultery and you're, going, mm-hmm. and you're divorcing your husband and you won't listen to anybody, you're out of here. Mm-hmm. I let one girl go for that. Mm-hmm. You did. You know, uh, so don't get no mercy for me on this. I doubt that the lady wins. I think, uh, I don't know about the laws of their state, but uh, this, this has nothing to do with pregnancy per se, is that she was, I mean, she would have gotten lost her job if it became uh, known that she was screwing her boyfriend. Would she be my should guess. have lost it. Yeah, if they would have mm-hmm. known that. Because it's the same morality clause. Same Christian yeah. role model. Exactly. Business. So what she says, because I'm pregnant, it has nothing to do with your pregnancy. Well, because there are laws that say you can't fire a woman for being pregnant. And yeah. she's trying to camp on that, yeah, where they're not, saying it doesn't have anything to do with it's that. It's not about that. It's just that you're if, you, if it would have been common knowledge that you were having mm-hmm. sex outside of marriage in the first place, you would have lost your job mm-hmm. at this Christian school. That's fine. You know, I don't, these people are so cycles. They get, they work for religious organizations and then they get mad when the religious organizations object to their lifestyle. Yeah, explain that to me. It would be like if, I, if I'm going to work for a Muslim school mm-hmm. and I'm bringing, you know, bacon, bacon. sandwiches <laughs> and giving it to the kids, I'm going to get fired. Yeah. We well, can't fire somebody for eating bacon in this country. Well, well yeah, yeah, you yeah. can. Okay. It's an at wheel situation. If you work for the government, you can't get fired for eating bacon. But if you know you're going to go work for an organization, mm-hmm. Jewish or Muslim, who hate pork, and you intentionally are giving McRib sandwiches out yes. <laughs> and eat in front of the kids, you're going to lose your job. You can't do that. It's part of the deal you're working for. Mm-hmm. Pick another religion. I don't know. It's, uh, you know, you work for a Jewish school and you wear a t-shirt that says Abraham sucks. <laughs> you know, you're probably going to get canned. Yeah. Well, you can't hot fire somebody for saying Abraham sucks. Jesus right. When you work for a Jewish school, mm-hmm. you don't work around saying Abraham sucks or, you know, circumcision is cruel. <laughs> That'd be another example. Yeah. Circumcision is cruel. How could, you're probably going to get fired. Yes. If you don't want to be subject to then don't go work for these religious organizations. And to me, the ministerial exception, she says they can't ev- invoke that. Why not? Why would she say that they can't? Well, some attorneys tell them that they can't. Wow, that's craziness to me. I, I, I think th- they can. I don't think she wins. I don't know anything about the law, but uh, this is crazy. I will say this. I think the school is wrong from this standpoint. They have the right to let her go. Okay. But she, she says she's in a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. She immediately came to them and said, you know, we'll make this right and we'll get married. Yeah, they should have. I would have said fine. I would have done this that is too. The, this is the thing that we'd want them to do, make it right, yeah. do yeah. it right. See, my problem isn't, you know, people misunderstand my position oftentimes because I'm pretty harsh about it, but uh, I don't have a problem with people who fall short of God's standard. Everybody falls short of God's standard. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with people who say there is no standard. That's what ticks me. Yeah, I think they should have. If That's they offered to get married and make it right, I think yeah, that they so should have made so, good on that. Well, how do you explain it to the kids? It's a great teaching moment. Right. Yes. 
people frequently fall short of God's standard. The good mm-hmm. news is that there's forgiveness if we're willing to turn from our sins and do the right thing. Mm-hmm. What a great thing. So we're going to let her keep her job. She had sex out of marriage, outside of marriage. That was wrong. She's making it She's right. She's apologized. She's making it right. A great teaching moment here. So I, I think in the great picture here that these uh, school, the school and this headmaster, Dr. Ron Taylor, is a dork. And uh, Rockwall, Texas, is the poor for having people who think in this manner. It was a great teaching moment. Mm-hmm. And they, and they blew it. it. They blew it. Now, having said that, do I think the girl has a case? I don't think she does, but I'm not a, an attorney. So, uh, and I think as a church, if you work for a religious organization like myself, and you do something contrary to the religious, it doesn't have to be that. It can be smoking dope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fire you. Mm-hmm. You come to work drunk, like Ross does every other day. You're probably going to get fired. Except Ross no, but doesn't. No, because people understand. I'll be able to win that one. You, you work for your father-in-law. What's his name again? Oh, well, that's why, that's, oh, why, that's okay. okay. That's why he doesn't get fired. That's okay. That's fine. That's the father-in-law clause. Yes. <laughs> and then they understand people, it all. People expect you to come to work toasted if you work for your father-in-law, who's a jerk like me. Yeah. So that I understand. But other than that, you get canned. So it's not uh, fair. Ross can come to work drunk, but I can't. And, and quite I'm frankly, well. you know, without getting into all the political thing, it just ticks me off. People running run around saying that you know, you can't fire me, or I have the right to. Th- mm-hmm. No. Careful. No. Now, if there is something illegal, that, you know, well, you're black. Of course, you'd see that in the first right. place. It's not like you're hiring them. Then all of a sudden, oh, I didn't notice you were black. <laughs> or if all of a sudden you're you had black people, and all of a sudden you decide your policy now is we don't let black people mm-hmm. work here. Okay, now you're going to run into trouble. You're going to get sued, yeah. okay? Sexual harassment. I mean, there's inappropriate things. But I don't like but it when that you people work for play an organization cards, that says though. you can't do this. Yes. I think it's per- per- perfectly appropriate if you work for a, a company that sells Green Bay Packer. Mer- I mean, nobody would do this, but I'm yes. saying if it sells Green Bay Packer merchandise, and then you find out a guy is out there with, in purple. You know, for the Vikings, yes. and as a sign, Packers suck, but he's the guy behind the counter. Yes. You can fire that guy. Yes. You can't fire a guy for being a Vikings fan. Freedom of speech. You sure you can. In that situation, know. you know what I'm talking about? I mean, it's just, it's just if you hate the Packers, how about you not work right. in a place that sells Packer right. paraphernalia? You know what I'm saying? So people, I think they're all a little crazy. Again, my biggest problem is I think this school really missed a great teaching mm-hmm. moment. Show a little compassion. You know, where's, where's the examples of compassion? Though? Maybe, maybe it says we just don't see it in the news. And a hundred churches that would have done this right, there would have been no story. We never heard the story. You just say, and then they wonder why Christians look like such morons. Well, because it so, makes Christians look like morons. That's yeah. why it's in the news. Yeah, and what's that news shoe? S. GSC. GCB. Yeah, good good Christian bitches. Oh my gosh. I've watched an episode of that. Is it pretty bad? Yeah. Yeah, and then people, where do you get this? Because of stuff like this. And Texas, of all places. You know, Texas, wonder why they get the stereotype. Yeah, it's supposed to take place in Texas. You got a lady who has sex outside of marriage, gets pregnant, confesses, says, you know, I'm going to make this right. We're going to get married. And you say, too late. Come You're not on. A good that's Christian not that's not the model. message. No, of she is a good Christian role model. It's a good Christian model. I they made a mistake. A I admit Christian I made the mistake, and I'm going to do it right. And they're missing it. They're missing it. They're yes. missing a great opportunity. Anyway, okay, we'll take a break. We'll be back with your emails right after this. Finally, marriage advice that's direct, honest, and to the point. This is the Mark Gunger Show on MarkGunger.com. No, I won't be afraid. No, I 
Just as long as you stand, stand by me. So darling, darling, stand by me. Oh, stand by me. Oh, stand. Stand by me. Stand by me. You listen to the Mark Gunger Show, talking about love, marriage, and relationships, and... Uh, Sort of crazy thinking that people have in their heads. <laughs> Sorry about this church that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, reacted the wrong way to the situation. But speaking of people reacting to dumb stuff, <laughs> I don't know if this is true or not, if this is real. It probably is real because this is exactly the way people talk. But Chad, one of our campus pastors, sent me this recorded phone call. Of someone complaining about the music in the church. Oh, I recorded they recorded a phone. Pastor, calling. We were at your church last Saturday night. We used to. We've been to the one when you were over in town. <clears throat> we were visiting, and what I noticed: First uh, Acts twenty twenty eight says, "Keep watch over yourselves and the whole faith, the whole flock, that the Holy Spirit has given you to guard." So what I'm trying to say is there is a, at the music in the, at first, there was a woman that was in the, on the mic in front of most of them, right in the middle there, and I noticed right she was there. wiggling her butt back and forth from side to side as she was singing, keeping a beat. Apparently well, you noticed. Someone either made a motion to her or else she got caught on, and she uh, then she stopped, and she... Um, went just on the one leg, she was lifting that up and down. But I thought that that was out of order. And I know you are running a good church. And I'm, I was very, uh, happy to see your maturity. And, uh, you're doing a good job. Holy Spirit's really working in you. Keep up the good work, Pastor. And God bless you. And, uh, this won't keep me away from there, but I hope that you will mention it too the uh, musicians that they're not to move their butt around. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm not a freak out. I don't mean anything like that, but it's just something that has to be a Shouldn't be moving the butt around, Ross. My opinion. So God bless you guys, all of you, your whole membership and the people that come in, the visitors and the people that bring things work. in. So keep doing the best you can. I am a preacher oh. and a minister. And an evangelist, what else? Composer of music, and I also Perfect. wrote a book of 1,400 things the Lord told me. <laughs> so God bless you and you, all of you, and keep up the good things you're doing. Publish. And if nothing else, I'll see you in the clouds. <laughs> Hopefully, whatever. <laughs> Bye. Now, this isn't somebody didn't send that straight to Chad. I don't think so. No, this is just something he picked well, up I, off I the know. internet or here's, something. Here's another one. Here's... Hello, Pastor. Hello, <laughs> Hello, hello, Pastor. We were at your church last Saturday night. There was a woman that was in the, on the mic, on the mic in front, in front, right, right in the middle there. And I noticed she was wiggling her butt back and forth. <laughs> this will make me wiggle my butt. <laughs> so someone, someone, someone did a mix. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. People are crazy. All right, what do you got? Okay, not a question, but uh, sort of a little story about porn. Now, this is a a wife writing, not a husband, a wife. Uh, Dear Gunger Gang, I'm so thankful for the view that you speak out about porn. I have been battling this evil in my life since I was a small child. 
Until hearing your view, I always thought that it was normal to view porn and masturbate as that is what society leans toward. Guy or girl? Woman. There's a woman right Woman doing okay. Even in the Christian society, no one wants to talk about it. I wanted to share my struggle with you and hope that maybe hearing this will prevent another family from going through this and to rid the porn in their homes. As a curious child, this is a woman writing... Age of five, I found my father's porn collection. I was shocked yet curious at age five. I started looking at the images and then tried to do some of the things that I saw the women doing. This led to masturbation. I was very often left alone and would look at these magazines at first out of boredom and curiosity. From then on, it led to more masturbation, a vicious cycle. Boredom and curiosity at five? Never, mm, apparently. Vicious cycle, never feeling better, only more guilt. I always felt like there was something not right about it, but I see it seemed to rule over me. It led me to do some sexual things I'm not proud of. I was very lost in this world I used to live in, feeling much of my guilt. I always considered myself a Christian, but until my late 20s, didn't understand the commitment that it meant on my part. I decided I would no longer view porn or masturbate. I always knew I wouldn't allow this in my home. So, when I discovered my husband was doing these acts, I told him I would not allow it. It didn't seem to matter to him at that point as I was not yet a strong woman and didn't give him consequences. I am proud to say that we are both actually reading the Bible now and have the best marriage out of our 11 years of being married. There is no porn or oh. masturbation in our home. Because she wouldn't tolerate it we, anymore. We are fulfilled sexually with one another and only that way. I just Good wanted girl. to let the listeners out there know that if they are viewing porn and masturbating, it will harm not only their spouse, but their children as well. My father to this day doesn't know about this. Get that porn junk out of your life and your home. We have to stop this epidemic somewhere. Thank you so much for your show and for helping us to live and raise our three children the way God intended. Not like this messed up world. The topics you talk about seem so simple, but unless you have a parent that leads you through life for some reason, you just don't get it. Thank you again for not being like others and for saying things bluntly. That's what I needed. More and more studies are showing, as I've said for years, now the proof's coming out, mm -hmm. that porn will ruin your sex life. One of the major problems for ED is among men who look at porn. Yep. Porn. And young it, it, men. Young men. Young, young men. In their 20s. Uh, that Vi Viagra can't even help. Yep. They get to the point where they cannot even achieve an erection at all mm -hmm. because of exposure to porn. Sad. This, this does, now, this lady and her husband have the best sex of their lives because they got rid of all that stuff. Yep. It is poison. It doesn't make things better. The world will tell you. Oh, it's a way to spice up your marriage. Sure, they do. It's a way do. to prove it. You know, there's all kinds of sickle stuff going out there. You know, if you do this and that and all kinds of weird things you practice, it'll make things better. It doesn't make things better. It makes it worse. Mm -hmm. We'll take a break. We'll be back with uh, emails right after this. Have a marriage dilemma? Email your questions to radio at markgunger.com and Mark can answer them during one of our shows. Across the sea, I keep you with me in my heart. You make it easier when life gets hard. Lucky I'm in love with my best friend. Lucky to have been where I have been. Lucky to be coming home again. Get us in the Mark Gunger Show, talking about love, marriage, and relationships. Answering your emails about the same. Okay, this one is a dating email, and his subject line is, when to quit. Okay. He says, I've been with my current girlfriend for four years now. Oh, good grief. Quit now. 
okay, next. <laughs> we always seem to have the same fights. She never feels loved no matter what I do. I've talked to her about it and what her love language is and done things that she's requested, but she still ends up saying it's not enough. Another thing is that she is extremely guarded from everybody around her, yet complains about being alone. We're both Christian, and I absolutely <laughs> don't want to quit before it's God's time, if it's God's plan, but I'm reaching the end of my rope here. I'm extremely frustrated, and the people that surround me tell me that I deserve better. After four years with no real change, I'm wondering if maybe they're right. What do you think? They've, uh, they're both 20, so they've been dating since 16. They are not sexually involved, he says. Good for them. So... So, quit being a dark. Quit over-spiritualizing it. What are you, Moses? What are these people? They're so spiritual. They talk so spiritual. God told me this and God told me that. Waiting for God's time. Good grief. Marriage is a decision you make. Who you, whom you marry is a decision you make. I know people don't like that because people don't want to be responsible for their decisions. They want to pan it off what God told me. Really funny because when they divorce later, I wonder who got, you know... With God's schizophrenic, God. you know, I mean, it's all, it's all a bunch of nonsense. This is your choice. You're dating the girl for four years. What's the matter with you? Now, already, the girl is a problem. You're having problems yes. with the girl. Dump her butt. Dump her butt. He thinks he's ex- she's extremely insecure. D-U-M-P. Dump mm-hmm. her butt. Move on. Don't be a moron. What is the matter with you single people? You date people and you already need counseling before you get married. If anything Then comes you will up, marry her and you know what you'll have? Ten times the problem you're having right now. They will have this problem. He'll have this problem. They'll begin going to... If you marry this girl, you are banned forever for life from marriage counseling. No, don't you dare go to any pastor, any church, any time and ask for help for your marriage. Shut up. You should be miserable. You should be locked in a room for eternity with each other and that would be your version of hell. What's the matter with people? This ticks me off. I know it does. You know, he does this, or he's that, or she's crazy. They're not, we're having all these problems, and they're dating. They're dating. Dump them and move on. The other thing, dude, listen to my DVDs. Go online spend some money with me. <laughs> Singles of stinking thinking. When all your family says this is a bad idea, it's a bad idea. to go off on this one? Oh, this guy. You're listening to Mark Gunger's show. Mm-hmm. Guy sends an email. He's dating this girl and they already got big problems. His friends and everybody's telling him it's a bad idea for him to be with her, but he's still waiting for God to say something. He doesn't want to outmaneuver God. Could God could show up in Technicolor and he still wouldn't get a clue. Dump the girl and move on. And I am serious. I'm telling you, the single biggest drain on the resources in the kingdom of God today, as far as I can tell, is marriage counseling. From people who had no business getting married in the first place. Wasteful marriage And they counseling. come and you just spin wheels and you don't yeah. get anywhere with them. Right. I've done this. I know. A couple like this, they'll get married, they'll come to a guy like me and I will spend hours and hours and hours and hours wasting my time, world dying and going to hell. Mm-hmm. 
can advance the kingdom of God. Why? Because we're spending all our time and energy and resources with morons like this mm-hmm. who intentionally get married knowing it's a disaster. She's already a whiner and complainer and it's problematic. His friends are all warning him, bad, bad, danger, Will Robinson, danger, Will Robinson. Pay attention. All the alarms are going, ooh, 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 ooh. And he's waiting for God. You know what God is doing? God is talking to all your friends saying, tell him he's an idiot. Yeah. God's telling me, tell him he's an idiot. Yeah. But he's waiting for God to tell him. He must want skywriting or if something. If you need... Uh, listen to me. If you need marriage counseling before you're married, run! What, what's the matter with people? Wait, okay. Somebody I explain, think, think it's a level of commitment. Ross, to me. Like I, that I, they I can stay mind. committed. What am I supposed to explain to you? Why people do this. I'll if do. you need counseling before you get married. Now, I think that if he's 20 years old, right? He's 20? I don't care if he's... Well, 103. Yes, both 20. I think that, you know, this is just young love. They're naive. I think that they feel that they've been committed, so they are obligated to work it out, to make it work, because they've invested all this time. So but, to... But what's his complaint again? His complaint is that she's just so insecure, that he tries to show her all the ways to love her, but she always says, I don't feel loved. She doesn't feel loved by him, and he thinks she's just really extremely insecure. Yeah. And what you're going to do is you're going to marry her, right. and you know what you're going to fight about? For the rest of your life? That's it. She doesn't feel love. She doesn't feel love. No matter what you do, it's not enough. No matter what you do, you can light yourself on fire and she will whine and bellyache until the day you die. You will have children who will grow up being insecure, psycho crazy kids because mom's insecure and psycho crazy. And then you're going to live in hell and be banned from marriage counseling. They should be, we should, be, we should, like, we should have like a scarlet letter. Yes. Like a branding. A branding. Right in the middle of the forehead. I mean, we should, we walk, should marry should these people from this and take yes. a searing heart, hot brand and say, do not counsel. Mm-hmm. And pss, into his head. Yeah. The pain and of, hers. The pain of the separation now is going to be a lot less compared to the pain that you're going to go through and the desire to want to separate from this when you're married to yep. her. Grief. What do you mean when you're dating, you don't feel Where are they loved? from? What did you, you say they're from? Did you say they're Madison? Green Bay, Wisconsin. No, I didn't think I said anything. Oh, nothing. No, I don't know where you got that. No. Grief. That is insane. No it's locale. Psycho. I think for some guys, there's maybe a little bit of pride in there too. Don't you think? No, I just think they're stupid. Well, I think it's stupid. I don't know oh, how I else know. to say I know it sounds mean and cruel and insensitive. Clearly, this show doesn't care about being insensitive. But there's no other definition for this than stupid. Two words. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> stupid. Two words. Two words. Stupid. Well, Pastor, that's just one word. You're stupid. What? Stupid. Stupid is as stupid does, sir. She's already a whiner. Uh, you know, I'm not loved. I don't feel loved. And you still, and your friends. Did you not see his friends are warming He said him? his friends and everybody around us is telling us that the, he deserves better. Everybody that's close to you warns you. How can everybody be right? Everybody's wrong except him. Yep, that's right. That's what I meant to say. Be so wrong, but you're so right. He's this, afraid of missing people. God's plan. Yeah, you're going to miss God's plan, all right. You're going to yeah. end up in hell. You're going to end up in hell for the next 50, 60, 75 years of your life with this woman. And then you're going to think that God lied to you. Yeah. 
Finger to blame God. Yeah. That's yeah. Then they do yeah. that. <laughs> But I thought it was oh, it couldn't be because you were crazy. No, no, the yeah. God told me, oh, God, why did you do this? You know how many people whine? Give me that. I I'm sorry. Know. It's not fair. Why did God put me in a loveless marriage? Why did God do this? What? Um. Who says God did any of this? You did it. The people's concept of God is very strange today. Very much so. It is. It's a little whacked. You know, there's just, there is God and the devil, and there's everything else. Not everything in life is God or the devil. No. If Ross breaks wind right now and fills oh, this room with butterflies coming out of his bottom with the wonderful aroma of flatulence, I cannot say, well, God, why'd you do that? Why did God let Ross flatulate? It would be pretty embarrassing, but he might be asking later. <laughs> God, why'd you let me flatulate on the air? <laughs> As if God had anything to do with it. Will. It was the Lord's will that he flatulated. No, I'm serious. People have, they, they have such a simplistic concept of divine nature. They think everything that happens is God. If a bus drives in front of them and splashes water on them, that was God doing that to them. No, it was a bus with a bus driver who trashed you by splashing water on you. Mm -hmm. If you were here, I'd slap you. And that wouldn't be God. That would be God, true. what? What? Oh, why did God? Why did God let Pastor Mark slap me? Well, you know, God didn't have anything to do with it. I slapped just because I felt like slapping you for being so crazy. Ah, oh, and I just again, they will suck the life out of everybody around them trying to hold this marriage together. They will. They'll just suck the family when they shouldn't be getting married in the first place. Their family will be sucked into this. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Their friends will be sucked mm -hmm. into this. If they have kids, the their kids, kids. And then their kids and their friends will be sucked into this. Yep. The pastor, instead of giving his time to the work of the ministry and advancing the cause of Christ, will waste his time on you. Because you're doing something that you should have enough sense to know. This is bad for you. Mm -hmm. But what about her? It's not your job to fix her. Nope. It's, not, it's not your job to fix it. Or if it is, then shut up and be happy. Mm -hmm. If you're cool with her whining and complaining about her insecurity for the rest of her life. All right. See, I would like to know his advice if this was one of his friends dating one would like this. What would his advice be to that guy? You know what his advice would be? Do what God tells you to do. That's it's probably... all such BS. Yep. These Christians today, they don't want to use their brain. We have created... <laughs> Don't hit your phone, though. Put it over to the side. It wasn't the phone. Bit. It wasn't. I know, but just in case. Just in case. Stab his phone. <laughs> Shatter the front. Doggone it anyway. Makes you want to cuss. And I'm a it Christian. Does. Oh, man of God. I feel like cussing after listening to this guy. I know. Get your, get your sensor button there, Phil. Beep. I mean, um, Phil. Beep. Beep. Tim. You break. You break. Break. Four second delay. They don't want to use their brain Christians today. It's like Maggie Thatcher, who we talked about several shows ago. Margaret, well, for those of you who aren't on that first name Prime Minister me, Maggie, we're very close. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher, one of the great things that she said was people don't, use, don't know how to think anymore. They feel. We've created a culture where people feel instead of think. And she was opposed to that and stood for principles, yep. even though it was uncomfortable at the time. And it turned around her country, by the way. They hit a major stretch of prosperity because they started doing things the right way, of course. And they went off the reservation again, which American Indians won't like because I'm offending them too now. Because you're not supposed to say that They're not either. supposed to say off the reservation anymore. Not very PC. <laughs> we don't think we feel. Mm -hmm. We don't think we feel. That is the culture. Then the church 
instead of being healthy and advocating good, solid Christian teaching, echoes broken thinking in the world, and we spiritualize it. So instead of thinking, we feel what? Well, what does God want you to do? Yes. What do you feel like God is I promise you, someone you. comes in the sky, I promise you, he will tell them, well, just do what God says. And he'll talk to other friends, you know. Pray and ask Look God, at, what does God say? You know, my leg is on fire, and uh, uh, what should I do? Well, let's just pray and ask God. And see, a lot of pastors like this. Oh, yeah. These are men who are Ken dolls. You pull down their pants, there's nothing there. Nothing. They're Ken dolls. They're smoothies. Mm-hmm. They have no cojones. No huevos. Hombres sin huevos. No men with no huevos. That's what a lot of pastors are today. And you can always tell because these are the guys who just say, their only answer to everything, well, let's just pray and ask the Lord what to do. Mm-hmm. They're in essence saying, I don't want to think, I want to feel. Only they spiritualize it. They put it in Christian terms. So I don't have to think, I don't have to use my brain, I don't have to use wisdom. The Bible says seek wisdom, chase after wisdom, desire wisdom. Only a fool despises wisdom, but yet we are very foolish today because as Christians today, we despise wisdom. We hate wisdom. We don't want wisdom. We don't want wisdom to know what to do. We want God to tell us what to do. There's wisdom in Wisdom the be damned. Yep. That's what we think today. Wisdom be damned. I think he's going to want to be damned. A whole lot of people who aren't using their brains. Ticks me off. Stop trying to feel everything. Use your brain. God's a big boy. If you start going somewhere and God shows up and says, don't do that. Now, obey God. But it isn't like God's talking to them in audible sounds. It's not like if an angel appears to you, if Jesus, if you have a rush. You have to remember a lot of times when God was talking to people, some dude showed up. Is that what they're waiting for? If an angel appears to you and say, listen to me, son, take Mary as your wife. God is like using Joseph. audible means to reach this yeah. guy, his and friends. And me, I'm yelling at yeah. him. Well, and you, you know, there's but I'm wisdom just saying, in the council of men. But it's not even about him, man. Who cares about him? I'm talking about Christians in general. Yes. They don't think. They feel. And we've spiritualized feeling. And whatever people feel, if they have gas that goes one way or the other, then they feel like God's pushing one way or the other. They don't think. They don't use wisdom. They don't rightly divide the word of truth. They don't study the scriptures. They don't look for righteousness. They live by their feelings. And the church has been part of... No wonder we're so impotent today. And the Christian community needs a humongous dose of Viagra to get it up. (laughs) We are completely impotent. Yeah. Yeah. Completely impotent. Why is that? It's just a mess. Well, look at at how we are. We got pastors who tell their boys it's okay to masturbate and look at porn. Yep. We got people, they won't want to use wisdom. Everything is just... See, everybody becomes a God unto themselves. Mm-hmm. Just what does God tell you? What you? Just whatever you feel. Let's just pray. What feel. Don't use your brain. Just whatever you feel. How are we different than the heathens? That's what they do all the time. Just go by what they feel. They're just going by what they feel. They think. Ah. Oh. Ah. Oh. I need a break. We'll be back. He's a pastor, best-selling author, and popular marriage speaker. He's Mark Unger, bringing you hard-hitting and honest marriage advice. Can't buy me love. Can't buy me love, but you can buy me a scotch. I'll get you a drink after that last email. <laughs> oh, look, I'm sure the guy's a nice guy, and he's sweet, and he's asking for it. We're giving him the advice. I don't mean so it. You know what? It's not personal. I'm not yelling at you, per se. You know what I'm yelling? I'm yelling at the millions of guys who think just like you. And, and, and I'm not even yelling at them. I'm yelling at the church. 
who has fostered this thinking, mm-hmm. thinking they're being spiritual. They mm-hmm. fake it. They fake it. It's as fake as going to a Pentecostal service where people are pushing on the ground saying you're slain in the spirit. So, Pastor, don't you believe you can be slain? Sure. But now when someone's pushing on the ground, I've been in these services, I watch them. I've been in services, they try to push me down. Because we, we, if we can't really have it, then we fake it. We, we feign spirituality today. And all it is, it's a spiritualized version of fear, of being afraid to make a decision. Nobody wants to make a decision for anything. And instead of using our brains, using wisdom that the Bible talks about, that it says is more valuable than gold, pray about it. Mm-hmm. Just do what the Lord tells you. What the heck is that supposed to mean? Pastor, I, I don't think about killing somebody. Should I do it? Well, just do what the Lord tells you to do. You got a lot of whack jobs What the there. heck is that? What do you mean do what the this. Lord tells you? You're supposed to be a pastor. You should know what the Lord is saying. Right? You should. You have the scriptures. You know the teachings of the Bible. Any pastor who pushes this off and says, well, just do what the Lord tells you. I, I don't know that I've ever said that to anybody. As a man of God, they're coming to me because they want to know what the Lord thinks about something. Mm-hmm. And I know the scriptures. And I say, well, according to the Bible, this is what you should do. And if the Bible doesn't say anything about a particular situation? Well, then you use wisdom. Look, my best judgment from what I've seen in life, do this, that, or the other. That's my advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just to say pray and see what... Oh, and, and I don't even mind praying and asking for guidance. The Bible says if any man lacks wisdom, yeah. let him ask of God. But they but pray they and don't ask what God want would have you wisdom. do. They don't want wisdom. They want God to yes. tell them what Because to that's do. what people say. Well, just pray and ask what the Lord would have you do. Well, what? Okay. So tell them. I've been a Christian for 40 years. What are they talking about? What do you mean? Does he, if I pull up to the light and it's green when I get there, does that mean that God's telling me that it's a go? If it's red, does that mean it's a no? I mean, are they looking for things like that? What are they looking for? I don't know. I don't care. I don't know. So when Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. Yeah, when he's talking. I think that oftentimes God will speak to you. And, and, and those are usually more no, really more of a go, don't go kind yeah. of situation. So the Holy Spirit will... Caution, you know, feel something in your heart like, oh, I shouldn't go that direction or I'm about to do something I shouldn't do. I believe that. Do I believe God can speak to you in a, in a voice? I do. Mm-hmm. I think God can speak to you. I've had God speak to me in dreams before. Mm-hmm. Coolest dreams I've ever had in my life. And I just know it was God mm-hmm. about something specific in my life. But short of that, what do you got? Everybody freezes now. We got people who won't act or do anything with their lives because they're waiting for God to tell them. Mm-hmm. There are people in churches who have never volunteered or ministered at all in their church for 30 years. And what they're saying is, I, well, I'm just waiting for God to show me where to minister. Just what They use spirituality as an excuse for laziness, spirituality for uh, an excuse for making, not making decisions. And for doing bad things like, well, I'm having an affair with the choir director and I don't, I don't feel like God's telling me. Well, I, just I don't thought, feel, yeah. I have peace about it. Well, I have peace. Yeah, that's what I, I have, have peace, peace about it. I don't feel like God's telling me it's wrong. I have peace about getting a peace. Yeah. And then we wonder, why we're, such, oh, we wonder why we're such a mess today. I know some people don't like the uh, Viagra analogy, but that's what impotent means. The church has become impotent. It's an analogy for a man who can't get it up. That's what yeah. impotent means. Yes. Hence the analogy, the church needs a gigantic Viagra pill. But they don't make Viagra big enough to help us. We need to repent. We need to cry out to God and quit the foolishness. Quit the over-spiritualizing. Quit making laziness and indecision a spiritual thing by using phrases, just do what God tells you to do. 
It is laziness. It is indecision. It is fear. People don't want to be responsible. Leaders in the church who are supposed to be able to open up the scripture and say, this is the direction you should be going based on God's words teaching, God's teaching. Mm-hmm. But no, we don't get that. The biggest cop-out in Christianity today. Just do what the Lord tells you. Well, we have a pretty short show. That's all we should do. All our emails for the next three months. Just pray about it. Just, Every, Pastor, I go, just pray and do what the Lord tells you. We can get through all of them probably Pastor, in one show. Pastor, I think I, I want to kill someone. Just do what the Lord tells you to do. Next. Pastor, my husband looking at a poem. What should you do? Or just do what the Lord tells you to do. That would be the easiest. What the answer. heck kind of talk is that? Not helpful. Oh, the Lord tells me I need to take a break. I'll be back right after this. Listening to The Mark Gunger Show can drastically reduce your chances of becoming a repeat offender of marital and relational dilemmas in your home. Listen to The Mark Gunger Show Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time at www.markgungershow.com. Suddenly the day turns into night. Here, listen to the Mark Younger Show. Listen to me go psycho on a gasket today, a blue gasket today. You right. did. It was a good gasket. But just in all fairness, it's not personal. It's not. I don't know who this, who this kid is, and 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 really, it's not even about him. It's not no. about him. I'm not mad at him. No, I'm really not. I'm mad at all the people who've taught him this is what Christianity yeah. is. Yep. Where you don't use your brain, and you just ask God. That I don't understand. That just well, I do understand it. I think it is what I call it. I think it's fear. People do not want to become responsible to make a decision. And pastors, rather than being responsible to make, see, I mean, what a cop out. See, if you're going to advise somebody else something to do, there's some seriousness to that. Mm-hmm. My advice is ABC. Oh, well, now I got to own that. Mm-hmm. But if you're a person of fear and insecurity and you don't want to be responsible to tell people what to do or advise them, you cop out. Well, just, has, just do what the Lord tells you to do. Well then, well, then why did I come to see you? I could, I could have done that at all. Right. Because they don't want to have to take any ownership in that. Well, if well, that, they give them... But we have heard so much of this. That we have millions of Christians today. Wonderful single guys like this guy. Who really do love God? They're doing this not because they don't love God. They no. they don't want to miss God. They've been mis, but they've been misled and misdirected, mm-hmm. and they spin their wheels in life, and they can't make a decision to save their life. If anything, they think it's wrong to make a decision. Yep, because they don't want to second guess God. They don't want to second guess God. They're waiting for him, and they have to wait. Look, you make the wisest decision. You you use your brain. Ask for wisdom. If you can't find a pastor or Christian leader who, who has wisdom, go find one who can. You know, and it sounds like your friends have wisdom. They're warning you're ignoring that, yeah. so shame on you on that. Yeah. Again, with single people. Yeah. Everybody in their life says, you know, my dad can't stand them. My friends say it's wrong. Yeah. Well, then why are you doing this? Well, I got, I got, to, got to be honest with my heart. <laughs> That's why you're in trouble. Again, we do not think, we feel. It is corrupting Western culture in general, just in our secular culture. It's destroying countries, nations. Our nation is slowly dying because we're no longer a country that thinks the most important things that we feel. I don't know if it's so slowly dying. Oh, it's, it's, I don't even uh, think it's slow, a slow yeah, death. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. And what I'm saying is the church has been one of the greatest co-conspirators, so certainly a, a buy-in in this deal. Mm-hmm. Or they've gotten away from wisdom, they've gotten away from understanding the scriptures or the teaching of the Bible. And we don't expect people to think anymore. We expect them to feel. Just do what you feel God wants you to do. 
I mean, you can see why I get so angry. I, mm-hmm. I think it's such a, a, a sellout to the ministry. Mm-hmm. And by the way, not all pastors do this. There's a lot of great pastors out there. I'm, don't, I hope no one thinks that I'm ahead and, or above anybody else. There's millions of pastors who got a clue. Yeah. But you all know there's tons of them. Christian leaders who this is their answer to yep. everything. Elders, deacons in the church, so-called leaders in the church, maybe in the pastors, but uh, and their answer, the answer instead of studying the scriptures, finding out what the Bible really says about any given subject, just do what the Lord. There are people who are considering committing adultery, who are hearing from their Christian friends. Well, just pray about it. Are you? No, there is me? no prayer. You just don't do you it. You just don't do it. There's no not prayer pray about, about it. it. Well, they're spiritualizing. Just do what God uh, tells you. Anyway. That's all I got to say. See you guys. Bye, bye, boys. Have fun storming the castle.